Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your fight. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network, presented to you by our fine sponsors, BetMGM. My name is Michael Leboff. Joining me, as always, is my co-host and friend, Nick Martin. Uh, Nick, we are halfway through, or almost halfway through, maybe, uh, the conference finals. The Panthers up 2-0 on the Hurricanes, both wins in overtime. The Vegas Golden Knights up 2-0 over the Dallas Stars, both wins in overtime. So let's just set up real quick what the series lines look like. The Vegas Golden Knights are minus 400 to win the Western Conference. Uh, Dallas plus 300 to advance there. Uh, The Hurricanes a little longer, plus 330. They lost both their games at home, so that's probably why the Panthers, team of destiny, minus 425 to win their respective series. So right off the bat, let's just ask, let me ask you this question. My answer is no. I have a different way I'd like to do go about it, but do you see any value backing either of these teams on the series line to come back? Maybe the Hurricanes, but I don't know. I don't think I want to back either of them on the series lines right now, especially okay. because I'm actually thinking that I kind of like two teams in the games in the third games being the, I think I like Carolina and we'll go into that more in a bit. And I think I like Dallas, but I think I'd rather just back them in those spots than compared to doing the series line in this, uh, in these situations. There's one long shot bet. I like out there uh, right now. It's a con Smythe bet. If it feels like we we're betting everybody to win the con Smythe, maybe we are. Um, But if, if you're just out there looking for something fun to bet, I think Jacob Slavin for the Hurricanes uh, is interesting at 80 to 1. The Hurricanes have spread out the scoring so much in this uh, postseason. The favorite for them, let's say they come back and win. Like right now, the the, the betting favorite for them to win the Smythe is Sebastian Ajo, and he's 15 to 1. He's been pretty quiet uh, since the Islanders series. He's got one goal in his last seven games. He's got two points in the series, but they lost the first two games. Uh, after him, it's Freddie Anderson at twenty to one. He didn't even play game uh, game two after the the long overtime game uh, game one. And then it's Brent Burns, who I think you can make a case for being interesting as well at you know, twenty twenty five to one. Uh, but I like Slavin because because of the score by committee philosophy that the the Hurricanes have, it's pretty unlikely that anybody will just run away with this thing, except Seth Jarvis has five goals and five assists in 10 games. He's pretty hot, but will he keep it up? Who knows? Will Sebastian Ajo get hot again? Perhaps. Uh, but, you know, Jordan Martinook was the leading scorer for them in round two, and and if they come back, it could be someone from the clouds to do it in, in round three. Meanwhile, Slavin, uh, you know, I know he had a rough giveaway or mistake in game, in game one in the fourth overtime, but he was really good in rounds one and two. His reputation is really well known around the league as the shutdown guy. If the Hurricanes come back and beat the Panthers, it'll likely be because he turns uh, 
he turns the the faucet off on on Matthew Kachuk and like shuts down the Panthers kind of high end guys, and he should get a lot of credit. He'll be playing a ton over these next few games. I would I would imagine as the Hurricanes try to get back in it, so I could see a narrative starting to build around Slavin if Carolina fights its way back, which is unlikely um, already. So that's why it's a long number, but that is. If I want, if if you're going to play the Hurricanes, I would consider uh, Bet Slavin here. Yeah, I agree. I um I wrote this up and posted this pre-series, and I couldn't agree more. I think the the reason the numbers dropped obviously is they're down two games, but I think in terms of the argument that he's their MVP, those are all still in place. So I definitely like this at eighty to one. If you're gonna back the Canes. It's a little scary needing the vote on a defenseman, but I do feel like the word is kind of out that everyone knows he's yeah actually their most important piece. So we talked about it before. I think if you asked Brandon Moore, he'd probably say that'd be the last guy he'd want to get injured. And isn't that an incredible start to the series? But I agree. If they if they turn it around, he's kind of been the most consistent force. So I, I like the thought process here with Slavin. And I mean, even if Anderson gets hot, He's never really been asked to do that much. He had a really good game one, but I still just, I don't really think it'll be a thing where we're ever looking at it and saying Carolina's goaltender won them this right. cup. So, And uh, the last point on this one that I'll make is that on any other team, I think in these playoffs, if Jacob Slavin was on those teams, he, he wouldn't get a, a, he wouldn't have a chance uh, of winning and getting the votes needed because uh, his point totals are going to be, muted compared to what we usually see for Con Smythe. And I think you got to go back to Scott Stevens, maybe for a defensive defenseman to win the Con Smythe. So um, yeah, it's a long shot for a reason, but that would be it. Uh, let's jump into the games. So game three for Carolina and Florida is tomorrow night. That's Monday, eight o'clock Eastern time. It's basically looking like a pick em, uh with, with the way that this is going to set up, it's the Panthers are minus 115. Carolina, slight, slight, slight underdog, minus 105. The total is five and a half. I think we might see a lot of people back in the draw at plus 310. We'll see. Uh, but I'm with you here. I think that if there's a time to bet Carolina, it's it's now. It's in game three. They've, you know, it's not too dissimilar from what we saw in the Leafs series with Panthers. Like, I think you can make an argument, Florida, whatever. Turned game one into a coin flip in a pretty effective manner, and got I the still think in. you're saying like coin flip at best, though. Yeah, exa- yeah, like you, but I can't say you can't say they stole it. Like that's not like an no that, thing. and they they played really good in overtime. I yeah. thought which eventually was half the game. Game two they stole. But, like game yeah. game two was one. Once I saw Carolina was only up one nothing after the first, I was like they're in trouble. Like they that this is what we talk about with the Hurricanes, like uh. So it is following that same script, basically. And and then Florida is an opportunistic bunch, a very confident bunch. They came home against the Leafs. They took advantage of game three. The team of destiny narrative is now running rampant, and we might even just see it take over and seep into the betting market here. Uh, but I think that Carolina is absolutely worth a bet, even if it's like minus 110, minus 110. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, Florida's been so opportunistic. They're doing so many things well. They play a great playoff style, all of that. But I still think at the end of the day, the biggest like causations of their success. And I think, and I mean, it's obviously playoffs are a different animal than the regular season. But I don't think that they've drastically turned things around, you know, like 
like they should be winning nine out of 10 games versus playoff teams, which is exactly what they've done. They're winning every single one goal game. Bob's at like a plus 15 goal saved above expected, which is a historic sample for a 10 game run basically. So I just think at some point their defensive play is going to come to roost a little bit. I don't think this combination of just scoring at exactly the right times and finishing off like such a high amount of your chances while nothing goes in your net. It just doesn't seem very sustainable to me. So they might be able to close out the series, but I think right now we definitely still have a good enough number to take a chance with Carolina here in what's pretty much a do or die spot. Yeah. The Panthers are, uh, you know, it's funny the credit that they're. I feel like they're getting credit in in the wrong places. <laughs> they're they're getting. It's one of those things like we talk about. There's so much parity in the league, and there's so much variant variance, and those factors are real. Like we're talking about a team that would have not been in the playoffs if Pittsburgh had beaten Chicago as minus four fifty favorites. And they and wouldn't I, have played the just... Bruins in the first round too if like John Tavares didn't score that overtime winner For against sure. like. And Which, I mean, at that point, it was out of their destiny. control. Like yeah, everyone right? talks about like all the stuff that they've turned around. But yeah, we'd be talking about a failure if if Pittsburgh doesn't choke, which yeah. I mean, credit to them. They've, they've gotten the playoffs and they're, they are playing great. But yeah, it's just really interesting. Keith, Keith, Kachuk, on, like, Keith Kachuk called them out for, for being soft. And I think they're something like 16, two and one since that uh, or something or 16, five and one, including the playoffs, whatever it was. Uh but yeah, I think the Hurricanes are are the way to go. You tip your cap if 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 the Panthers beat you here. Pretty surprised that Matthew Kachuk is still the favorite over Sergey Bobrovsky right now. I agree. I agree. This is a real. It's getting it's, a little scary. Yeah, it's kind of a hot topic too because you always like I was seeing a lot of posts where one person would say like you know after like the overtime winners I think you saw a lot of accounts being like give him the consmite now. And then there's always a lot of people commenting, well, Bob's done this and this. I am yeah. in favor. I actually think Bob we oh, gave I, Chuck it, pretty early in the run, but yeah. I actually think he's cooled off. Like he was the one who really dragged them into the, and I mean, he's got the two overtime winners, so it's hard to say that. But yeah, those games, what is he, like a way more than a point per game. He, the numbers look yeah. good, but. But since mid Toronto series, he's been a lot less dominant. It's just, yeah. they're yeah. still winning games. And you know what, you know what, you know what you're going to see winners, so. if, if he does win that con Smythe, the the highlight everyone's going to point to is him back checking on that two on one, making like the diving poke check in the right. And I mean, everyone's doing like there's the McDavid did that on whatever that night's yeah. breakaway was. Eichel had like four of those in the last two games. Like, yeah, Eichel's been ridiculous. I mean, yeah, those things are great. I just I think every star on every team that's going to win a cup is doing yeah. those. It's kind of the reality of it. Which I mean, it's he's not the only one. You just won't see John Tavares do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, folks, summer is nearly here, so let's talk about Shady Rays, friends of the Action Podcast family. Shady Rays is an independent company offering world-class polarized sunglasses just as good as any expensive pair you've worn. And like our unshakable gambling spirits, their frames are incredibly durable. Plus, Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. That means if you lose your shades or break them even a minute after they arrive, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, that's fine. Nobody gets mad. Just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays 
their team always has your back. It's not like betting the Devils or the Knicks, for example. So exclusively for our podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Hockey betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. Call or text the Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, or any other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. Let's talk uh, Knights and Stars. Game three. Dallas. Uh, yikes. That was a tough way to lose. So they, they blow a late lead and quickly into overtime Chandler Stevenson scores to give them to give Vegas a two nothing lead going back to Dallas stars are minus one thirty five Knights plus one fifteen and the over unders five and a half it's funny with these these two matchups you both series being two nothing I feel like you have a pretty good idea of just what the the Hurricanes Panthers like first 15 minutes is going to look like just like the Hurricanes just stepping on the gas and trying their best to throw everything they can towards the Panther zone. And I really don't know how the stars are going to approach this one uh, at all. And I think they've, they've played a really good game game two, just didn't get the rub of the luck, end up losing in overtime. And here we are. Good news for them is Jason Robertson is starting to find the back of the net. Uh, bad news is of course uh, they're giving up goals at very inopportune time and having some defensive breakdowns. So what do you think? I like the stars. I think maybe you're not thrilled to bet them at minus 135 when the games have been close, but it's one of those ones where I'm kind of just happy to put the money in on the stars and and see if Vegas can actually take a 3-0 hold on a series that's been super competitive. And Edinger's probably got a little more in the tank. I think the Vegas has a more well-rounded defensive court. It's kind of showing. Like I think they have less guys you'd see do what Suter did on that the game tying goal, but I, I think they showed enough that I'm willing to back them at home in this huge game three spot. So I like that. And yeah, t- that game too, like I think one of my issues with the playoffs is, and you know, I haven't even been like that into seeing the stars win. I've kind of been, you know, a little less on their train than I think most analysts have been. 
and even that, like, I, I just feel like I want to see the team that controls play for like 55 minutes win sometimes, you know, like it, it feels to me like there's almost been too many of those. And this is where I think like some people who aren't into hockey as much, like what their beef kind of is, is that it's like a lot of the time you just, you can't control it enough. It feels too, too good luck orientated. And that's kind of what I felt about game two, where I was just like, I just watched this whole thing and Dallas played so good. And then they just kind of choked it with two minutes left. And yeah, but yeah. And then that's the other thing, like Hill's been solid. He's done just enough. He hasn't given up any softies, which is all, all that Vegas really needs with how they're playing right now. Yeah. That's, that's the thing here is, uh, so if you were to ask, I, like I said, I don't really think either team is worth a bet on the series price, but the reason I think Dallas is like tempting in, in other ways is just, I, I don't know if Aiden Hill is going to keep, keep this up, but it's weird. Like it's, I mean, we're fully aware of how random goaltending can be. And maybe the one thing, like I keep banking on Edinger to steal some games. He hasn't really been doing that at all. Um, so who knows, but it's insane. Like, do we even know if Edinger is actually going to be one of these goalies who's actually good for like five straight seasons? It's still possible that even that might not be true. So yep, it, it feels like right now it's just very hard to predict these sorts of things, but I'm kind of comfortable that I think Dallas are going to control more of the play and, and bring a similar effort to great game two. And if they did that, I'd, I'd still be happy to bet them at minus 130 or minus 135. All right. Uh, so that's it. Just those two games. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday night uh, after stars and nights to talk about the game fours. And uh, maybe by that time, we'll have some series go on. I hope so. I yeah. really hope we don't have two three zero. Series. The Hurricanes games have been pretty entertaining. I would say, or both both games have been pretty, pretty decent games. Yeah. I would say for how disinterested some people have been. Well, I mean, there's a lot I mean, going on. In, me there's in. a lot going on in Toronto that's distracting everybody. That's that's the problem, really. Is everybody distracting the layoffs? Yeah, it's. I'm just... caught up in the Calgary news. Big yeah. news around here, and we still haven't heard from Lou Lamarillo yet. His end of the season address. We'll keep waiting. Uh, but okay. we'll see. Uh, we'll see everybody in a couple of days. Good luck in your game three bets. Maybe Jacob Slavin by the next time we talk is scored a hat trick, and all of a sudden he's a favorite. For Nick Martin, I'm Michael Leboff. This has been Line Change. Thank you for listening. Action Network reminds you: Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.